Communities across New York State have been dealing with the fallout from the coronavirus pandemic since March. The effects were felt instantly as the state's economy came to a screeching halt in mid-March. That meant no tourism dollars and a lot fewer jobs. For local government, that meant a restructuring of nearly everything. In just a few weeks, 2021 budgets are due at the county level, and today, we debrief the topic of municipal management with Noni Flynn. She's the Yates County Administrator and Budget Officer. Flynn says the county has been put in a great position due to some hard decisions that were made early on in the pandemic, but also because of significant teamwork internally. What's the biggest concern you have right now heading into budget season in 2021? And where do you guys stand in that process at this point? It seems like every uh, administrator or manager I talk to, everybody's at a different spot in the whole budgeting process. Where are you guys and, and what are your concerns heading into the next year? Right. So I'm the budget officer as well for the county, and we have our budget almost pulled together. We're waiting for um, New York State to release the um, pension rates for next year. That's one of the last pieces we have for the budget, but I'm really pretty far into the budget. Um, the department heads have to have their final budget submitted by the end of July to me. And I reviewed that with them during August, and they knew going into the 2021 budget that it would be pretty austere. We started back in April um, with a lot of um, cuts from the economic fallout from um, this COVID-19 pandemic. And we started on the economic crisis for 2020. And we did a lot. So um, we did a lot of reductions beginning in, in, in April to avert any permanent cuts later this year and into next year. And our department heads were great in cooperating with us on that. And that's just carried on into the budget for 2021. And they they knew they had to bring their budgets in on a what do you need basis and not what do you want for next year. And every department head was really great with that. Uh, one of the things um, that I've done with the budget for next year is right now, um, New York State is for 2020, they're saying they're holding back 20% of their payments to localities. Uh, so I don't really, no one really knows what holding back means. So what I did for the 2021 budget is I'm assuming that means we're not going to get that 20% um, for next year as well. So we're budgeting with a 20% cut in New York State aid for next year. And I can tell you how significant that has been. Um, for 2019, our New York State aid was almost 7.7 .7 million. So 20% of that is about 1.5 million. And for 2020, we have budgeted a little more than that. So a 20% cut to our budget is about 2 million. And we're planning on that for next year as well. However, on the upside for Yates County, another, the second sort, largest source of our revenue um, behind property tax is our sales tax revenue. And we've been doing okay with that. And um, we have two factors that have contributed to that. We had the first three months of the year, we were up 19%. So we were up about half a million dollars. We were doing really great the first three months of the year. 
And then the next five months of our, our collections from May through, we just received a collection this month, we're down about half a million. So we were up 19% in the first three months. And then the next five months, we've been down in about 9%. And then forecasting, even if we stay flat compared to last year, we should hit our budget number for this year. We budget our sales tax pretty conservatively. So we should be able to hit our sales tax revenue projections for this year, and we're going to budget conservatively again next year. And what's helped us with that, especially compared to um, other counties, is we never had the loss of sales tax revenue from big box stores or malls or, you know, any shopping, large shopping plazas, because we don't have that in, in Yates County. So all the years I find that we didn't have that sales tax revenue, I'm not whining about it now because, you know, our budget is pretty spot on. And what also has helped us, and I'm sure has helped other counties as well in New York State, is we're getting the sales tax revenue from internet sales tax. And I know it's really helped us in Yates County because we see the FedEx delivery man or the UPS man in our county building all the time. And I always ask him, how are you doing? How, you know, how are your deliveries? And he said this summer, his deliveries, he was so busy um, that his deliveries were just like at Christmas time. So I think a lot of people that were home, working from home, uh, that weren't out shopping because of social distancing, They were shopping on the internet and that really helped Yates County. So I'm not as concerned about our sales tax revenue as I am concerned about our state aid. That's the main concern for next year. But um, going forward with our budget for next year, I am budgeting conservatively with our state aid. However, during the last five years, because our sales tax revenue has been a little bit higher than what we had budgeted, the legislature had the foresight to put that additional revenue uh, aside into a tax stabilization fund. And we've built that fund up. It's over a million dollars now. And that was our put it aside for a rainy day fund. Well, next year is our rainy day. And um, I plan on using that rainy day fund in keeping our budget balanced for next year. So hopefully we won't have huge increases in our property taxes for our residents because this is not the time to do a tax increase for our residents. A lot of people have had a loss of income. And we don't want to uh, increase that burden on our residents of Yates County. And also, we don't want to reduce any of the services that we've been providing to our county residents. And one thing I do want to point out throughout this whole pandemic, the county um, office building and all of our departments have we've continued to operate. You know, we did a lot of social distancing early on. We did some limited staff. We did voluntary temporary furloughs for some employees. However, we have been we've been the boots on the grounds during this whole pandemic and all of our departments have been operating and have continued to provide services to our county. And a lot of people have to realize that the response to the um, pandemic really fell on local governments. And I don't, you know, you hear in the news so much about what the state is doing and 
you know, what what the federal government is doing, but it's really important to know that um, this fight has been at the local level, whether it's been our public health department, they've worked um, tremendously and they've done everything with them. Case investigations, identifying close contacts, um, isolating, monitoring. You know, they've worked with our county departments. They've worked with schools now. They've worked with businesses. They've helped with um, restoration of operation plans throughout the county. They've been tremendous in doing a lot of work. Um, our emergency management department has been great in securing um, supplies and materials and distributing them to, um, you know, whether it's to nursing homes, hospitals, they've been tremendous throughout this. Uh, our IT department made it possible for employees to work remotely. They've set up multiple Zoom meetings. They've done trainings throughout our county. Our um, sheriff's department has followed up on all of the pause complaints. Um, they've provided law enforcement services for graduations. Uh, they've worked with code enforcement officers, the Penyon police, the DA's office. Uh, our personnel department has worked to keep our employees safe and employ and have informed employees of what's been going on. Um, that department's created a self-assessment form for when employees come into work that we fill out every day to make sure we're healthy. Um, they've coordinated uh, a front desk for our, our county office building with screening the public. Visitors are doing self-assessment forms when they come in. Um, our highway department has stored a lot of the personal protective equipment before it's distributed by emergency management. They've worked on the guidelines for our central garage vehicles. Our buildings and grounds department uh, modified a lot of the offices to keep our employees safe with social distancing. They've set up um, six feet apart for employees to make sure everyone's working at least at least six feet apart, six feet apart. They've set up barriers between um, counters and for, like the treasurer's office and people coming in from the public. They've distributed hand sanitizer throughout the building. Um, our social services department, they've done a tremendous amount in ensuring that those in isolation and quarantine have their basic needs met, including medications, food, housing. Um, they've worked on unemployment insurance, food stamps. They've partnered with Foodlink and the Hope Center to do, um, in the Cuca Food Pantry, to do food deliveries and um, lastly, our legislature, um, the chairman of our legislature has worked with the Finger Lakes Control Group led by Bob Duffy on the, a lot of what's been going on statewide in the phased reopening of our county and keeping us open. So um, I, the, the main thing I wanted to stress is that I want the public to know that this fight has been on the local level. Yeah. And you don't hear enough about that in the media. You hear all about what's going on at the state and national level. But this is really the response has been on our local level. When you think about the the whether it's the groundwork that all those department heads and, and employees in those departments put in over the first several months of the pandemic or the early steps that you guys were were taking and sort of game planning, whether it's the financial side or or just the logistical operational side of the county, how important were those in in ensuring that 
all of the services and that the cuts wouldn't be so bad in the in the long term how how much of a role did that play in the great spot i would assume that you you must feel like you're in now compared to how bad it probably could be mm-hmm. uh, it it was tremendous we um we first did a, a state of emergency March 13th. I remember it was a Saturday. Um, we declared our, the chairman of the legislature declared the state of emergency on March 13th. We immediately set up a task force and it was with a lot of the key departments, but every department in the county has been uh, aware of what's been going on and they've helped keep all of the services to the public available because that was really key during all of this. We did not want to stop providing um, core services and direct services to our residents. So we set up this task force with um, public health, emergency management, IT, the sheriff, personnel, highway, buildings and grounds, social services, and the chairman of our legislature. And initially, we were meeting every morning, every single morning, Monday through Friday. We were in touch via email and phone calls, even nights and weekends. Um, and we we stayed in touch throughout all of this. How can we how can we keep our employees safe? How can we keep our residents of the county safe? What messages do we want to get out to everyone? How can we, um, you know, initially it was, first it was the public health crisis. That was the first thing we had to deal with. We were like, okay, we didn't know how bad it would be. We wanted to be prepared for it. And it really helped meeting every morning to make sure we were prepared. We coordinated uh, our services with each other. Uh, You know, we kept each other informed on what, okay, what is um, OEM doing with personal protective equipment? Does Highway have room to store this? You know, how are we going to get it distributed? We really worked very well together initially on the public health crisis. And once we had a game plan with that, our next crisis was the economic crisis. And we really didn't know the breadth and speed of the economic, not just the public health crisis, but the economic crisis as well. It was a lot of unknowns for us. So we worked really well together, like in coming up with ideas on what can we do this year so we don't uh, hit a snag by the end of the year where we would have to um, have permanent cuts or other cuts to employees or services. We never wanted to do that. So we did a lot early on. We did the voluntary temporary furloughs with employees. We um, stopped all of our capital purchases. We um, stopped all conferences, travel. Um, We did a hiring freeze. So we did a lot going back to April and we've continued to do that through this year. So we we did not want to face a deficit in 2021. So it was really important that we were all in this together and uh, the department heads, every single one stepped up to the plate. Employees have been great. Uh, I've really, um, I can't thank all of the department heads and the employees in the legislature for working together on this. Um, One thing too, um, early on we wanted, we were thinking about what message do we want to get out to to the residents of 
of Yates County um, to um, like a universal message mm -hmm. to bring comfort to the people of the county because there was a lot of uncertainty there. So we tried to do a countywide message. We called it safer at home. This was early on when we didn't know what was going to happen. We just knew people were going to be safer at home. So a lot of the um, messages on, you know, throughout the county, um, I think that the library might have done it, you know, the ambulance, um, the fire departments, they did the message safer at home because we really wanted to get that message out there. Then the next message that we wanted to get out to the residents of Yates County was the take five for New York. And that's when a lot of people that um, there were a lot, we knew a lot of people were staying at home and were isolated. So we wanted to get the message out to have um, county residents take five minutes out of each day to call a friend, a loved one, or an acquaintance, an acquaintance who may be alone and feeling isolated um, during this period of social distancing to just see if they needed anything, lift their spirits, let them know that they're not alone. And we felt like, you know, sometimes the smallest things can make all the difference in the world. So that was uh, another message that we wanted to get out early on. Um, we also got a message out to, because we have a lot of rental properties. We have property on Canandaigua Lake, um, Cuca Lake, and Seneca Lake, and we have a significant number of renters that come into our county. So we wanted to get a message out to anyone that was coming into our county, um, if, especially if they were traveling from an area with a high community spread to consider self-quarantining when they come into the county, you know, avoid close contact with others, keep, you know, clean your hands often, um, wear a face um, uh, cloth face covering, you know, some of the basics. Um, and we encourage them to use, continue using our restaurants, but use um, drive-through or curbside service. So we tried to be really um, good about getting messages out to our residents, whether they were living here locally or they were coming into the county. Um, we, we really tried hard to get upbeat messages out to everyone. When you look back at the last seven to eight months, uh, and specifically in your role as administrator, what what has been maybe the biggest lesson that you've that you've learned uh, through the process and, and something that you're going to take forward, even even in the post pandemic uh, world? I think the biggest lesson is the relationships that you have with others are so key, whether it's the people you work with, the businesses in our community, the schools, those relationships are so key. They're key day to day because you, you need to have these good relationships with, with everyone, but also they're key when you hit something like a crisis. Those relationships really matter because you really have to pull together and figure out how are we going to deal with this? Let's work together. Uh, and how can we rebuild? Uh, how can we, how can we, you know, work together in dealing with it and facing something we never asked for, we never wanted? How can we rework ourselves to, to stay close as a community? 